Welcome to the Lincoln Baptist Daily Reading Programme. Today is day 313, meaning we're reading Jeremiah 37 and 38, Luke chapter 21 verses 20 through 38, and then we finish off today's reading with Psalm 129. Now we are marching on through Jeremiah and we have reached Jeremiah 37. Zedekiah wanted the intercession of the man of God, but not the instruction of the word of God. He never should have separated the two. He wanted God to be his servant and deliver the city, but he was not willing to be God's servant and obey the word. I wonder, do we ask God for help only in emergencies, or do we seek God and his direction each day? While going on an innocent journey, Jeremiah was then arrested, beaten, and put in prison. The ungodly look for every opportunity to persecute the godly. It did not worry the king that God's servant was in prison, illegally and suffering miserably. The king would not have seen with Jeremiah, but he still wanted Jeremiah's help. The Lord had promised Jeremiah years before that he would care for him, and he kept his promise. Jeremiah did not have an easy life, but he had a clear and good conscience, for he knew he had been faithful to God. Zedekiah was a weak king who was more interested in being popular with his friends than in being right with God. Since he was a double-minded man, he was unstable in all of his ways. First, he allowed some of his friends to arrest Jeremiah and put him in a dungeon. Next, he let Ebed-Melech, a thirty guards, rescue Jeremiah and take him to a safe place. Then Zedekiah had a private meeting with Jeremiah to ask for help. If the king had accepted God's message and obeyed it, he would have had the courage to stand up to his unbelieving friends and do what was right in the first place. Jeremiah sank in the mire, but the king was sinking even deeper. His fear and unbelief ruined him. He could have saved himself and his people, and he submitted to the Lord. Instead, he trusted his friends, and they dragged him down into the mire of disgrace and defeat. This is a clear reminder to us about how we should keep our company. When we are around people that do not love our Lord Jesus or who are twisting his word by being false teachers, we can so easily succumb to the temptation to sin against the Lord. We must watch out who we are keeping company with so that we would not defile the Lord in our hearts. Let's turn now to Luke chapter 21 and we see the destruction of the temple and then the ministering in the temple. This is Luke's version of the Olivet Discourse found in Matthew 24 and Mark 13. He is the only gospel writer who deals with our Lord's prediction of the fall of Jerusalem, which occurred in AD 70. The rest of his report describes events in the last days before the return of Jesus Christ to earth. It will be a time of testing and testimony, oppression and opportunity, vengeance and victory. But as a boy of 12, Jesus discussed the word in the temple and he spent the last week before his death teaching the word of in his father's house. He was hated by religious leaders, and the temple was a den of thieves, but needy people were there, and Jesus taught them. He was quick to seize the opportunity, and the people were glad to hear of him. A little while ago, I said to our church leaders that if our opportunity came to teach God's word, whether that be in the Christian Union or whether that be in a local church or whether that be out somewhere in the community, I would seize that opportunity because there is nothing more important than sharing the word of God with unbelievers so that they would know Jesus as Lord and Saviour. I wonder, are you seizing every opportunity to share the gospel message wherever you are? 
Finally, we have Psalm 129. Israel's afflictions are compared to the ploughing of a field. Think of what it would feel like to be face down in the dirt while a plough goes down your back. How do you handle a situation like that? Well, first you accept it from the Lord. If the Lord is allowing people to plough your back, it is happening because he has planned a harvest. Just be sure you plant the right kind of seed. If you plant anger and malice, you will not reap the blessings of the Lord. Second, you trust the Lord to help you. In his own time, he will stop the plough and cut the cords so that they cannot plough any more. Third, you wait for the Lord to judge your enemies. He will put them to shame and make them wither like grass on sod roofs. On the other hand, God's people will hear God's blessing in their ears and have God's blessing in their hands. Ploughing times can indeed be productive times. The Lord is at work even through the trial. Let's pray together. Father, we do indeed pray that through the trial we could see the work of your hands. Father, we pray that we would take the opportunity to share the gospel. Any opportunity that we are faced, Father, we pray that you would give us the boldness to speak up for the gospel. And Father, we pray that we would be obedient to your word and find strength in Christ each day to honour your commands. We pray this in your name. Amen.